0: Hey everyone, what's up? It's your girl, Nakia, and welcome to the Fearless Kia Podcast. Hey everyone, what's up? It's your girl, Fearless Kia. Welcome to another Fearless Friday. so this week's devotional is Those Whom the Gods Would Destroy They First Call Promising Jane Carew Then it goes, the road of life is strewn with the bodies of promising people, people who show promise yet lack the confidence to act, people who make promises they are unable to keep, people who promise to do tomorrow what they could do today, promising young stars, athletes, entrepreneurs who wait for promises to come true, promise without a goal and a plan is like a barren cow, you know what she she could do if she could do it but she can't. Turn your promise into a plan. Make no promise for tomorrow if you are able to keep it today. And if someone calls you promising, know that you are not doing enough today. Friendly reminder, my life needs a plan, not a promise. And with that being said, we'll get into this week's guest. So this week's guest has over 15 years of consumer and event marketing experience, as well as 12 years of partnership, influencer marketing, and brand management experience. Born in New York, raised in the Bronx by ghanaian Did I get it? Oh, shit, yes! I got it (laughs) right, Ghanaian parents. He has worked for brands such as Martel and VH1, VH1 Soul, and Centric from Viacom Media Network's family. When he is not cultivating dope brand and event partnerships... He is gathering his community for an epic game night in Brooklyn called Kickback Season, where game night meets networking meets professional suture shot 2019. Mm. <laughs> but in all seriousness, mm. this guy is truly a humble spirit and it is a pleasure to welcome to the Fearless Kid podcast, Della Yatter.
1: She nailed it. Thank you. Yay! Appreciate it. Great to be here. <laughs>
0: I mean, we had to do it a couple yeah, times, nah. but we're here. Listen, you got it. Once we, what once we hit it, we hit it. That's what matters. Okay, well.
1: What's happening?
0: I usually like to start off the podcast and ask my guests, what is your deepest fear?
1: Okay, my my deepest fear is uh, not me the potential that God has set out for me. Um, and I say that, it, it, it probably sounds a little religious, a little heavy, Um, a little background. I was raised Catholic. My family's from Ghana. Okay. Um, I was raised in the Bronx. Um, and yeah, I went to Catholic elementary school. So I, so I grew up around that. And the reason I bring God into it is because everyone has a plan until God says, nah, this is what it is. Mm. So, you know, I believe in potential. I believe in, you know, having something set out and working actively toward it, towards it. Um, but in the reality of things his plan is just what it is. Right. Uh so we can only hope to to link up to that. But but yeah, you know, I hope to I hope to meet that potential. Um and yeah.
0: Are there outside factors that you feel would subconsciously affect you from reaching that potential?
1: No, I think I think once you get out of your own way, once I get out of my own way, mm. it's literally surveying the market or whatever my Um, goals are looking at what I have my assets my knowledge my network my experience and then playing that forward after that is just I don't really see any other any other person as a challenge or any barrier as a challenge it's an opportunity I think challenges become opportunities at that point
0: right so it's more so you getting out of your own way in order to claim God's greatness for your life, one
1: thousand percent. I don't even, and I don't even really say like God's greatness is, but it's like He's there, right. He's there. But yes, I would agree with that. Right? Yeah.
0: Do you feel like you are fulfilling your calling?
1: I think I'm getting closer to it. I think with every move that I've made professionally, semi-professional, and personally, it's a step towards that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe in sort of bringing the ladder down for the next generation, Mm. um, doing what I can to add value, give back, pay it forward. It's tough in entertainment. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a, I think in entertainment, it's a very, very ego driven combat. Jack once said entertainment is a very ego driven industry, but Mm. you got to do it for the culture. Like, what are you doing to give back? What are you doing for the bigger picture? Um, and and yeah i think every step that i've made professionally i've had a lot of help along the way a lot of people have definitely believed in me along the way yeah um reminded me of sort of my skill set i think sometimes when you're facing challenges you forget mm. sort of what what you have to your advantage so you always need people in your corner and i always thank them for that for that support um but yeah yeah i think i think I think everything that I've done up to this point has sort of been a culmination leading up to, like, the next chapter and what's going on next Yeah. And yeah.
0: Well, and then speaking of the support and people in your corner and having that, how do you dis- decipher who is for you and who is looking to benefit off of you, particularly mm. in the entertainment industry?
1: Fantastic question. Uh, I believe in... They say never give out what you need back too soon. Hmm. So... Yeah, I believe in this 100% theory um, I, I think we're all working with a certain amount of energy um, a certain amount of budget uh, and I like to think of a certain part of that 100% for me becomes a little bit expendable it's like play it's play money mm-hmm. almost play energy if we could call it that so I do what I can they state people say you give the energy that they give you mm.
2: um,
1: if you do that nobody's gonna lean in um, because I think people are very guarded off rip. People are very protective of their network, of their um, contacts, of their energy. energy. Right. I use the word energy a lot. But I think that I have a certain amount of energy to play with, uh, to give. And then after that, I keep what I need. or I'm learning to keep what I need so that I'm not drowning. Mm. So that I have energy left for me to do what I need to do. So that I have energy left for... The goals, the things, the people, um, the moments that I believe in.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: so, so yeah, I think sometimes you take chances on people, you take chances on opportunities. They may or may not work out. Doesn't mean you stop the second you close that door. The second you become very closed off to people is the second you not only limit the energy you give other people, but you limit the energy that comes into you. Yeah. So, I, I it's it's a balance. It's a lot of balance with that. But, but yeah, yeah I, I sort of have like my play energy, my play money that I kind of you know take a chance on with people in moments just because you got to. You can't keep it all to yourself. You, any knowledge you get, knowledge is the only thing that can't be taxed. Wayno said that. Mm. So to keep it to yourself and to not share it, you're doing a disservice to you, your culture, your community, yeah. your energy. So you, you kind of got to push that forward.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so you mentioned a little bit earlier that everything that's happening to your life, whether it's professional or personal, has led you to where you are now. Um, And you recently ended a a five-year tenure at Bernard Ricard, uh, working with the brand Martel. How was it for you to say goodbye to kind of this, you know, uh, family that you cultivated over the past few years? And what's, you know, next in store for you?
1: Yeah, yo. um, So, Five years flew by, which is crazy. Um, it, it was an amazing run.
0: Longer than a college career. Well, longer mean. than a
1: college career. Well, I did five years in Buffalo, uh, too. So, yeah, I, was okay. there, so I, had a, I had a good time in Buffalo. Um, it, what I'll say about my time in the spirits industry is that uh, it's super unique. Uh, I used to work in TV and, and Viacom and Centric. Uh, and I think when I was at VH1, I thought, well, what could be better than VH1? This is dope. Like I'm doing events, I'm doing marketing, I'm traveling. Then I came over to the Spirits Game, which I got recruited on LinkedIn. Update your LinkedIn's. It happens. They're looking. Trust me, you can do well on there. <laughs> uh, but but I got recruited on LinkedIn, uh, and then I became multicultural marketing manager for a few brands, which was which was dope. But I, I came in not knowing the language of the building or right. or, or the. The spirit's language. So I think I came into the role really excited with a lot of lifestyle, cultural thoughts based on my time, you know, with my friends. Like I was, you know, I'd help friends launch events like Henny Palooza. Like I was, you know, there was thoughts of this trap karaoke thing happening as well, which was these were insights from way back when. But I couldn't speak that building's language yet.
0: I think I remember you uh, having the Avion looker sponsor at Trap Karaoke at Friends and Lovers.
1: Wow, you were there. This, I,
0: this was when it was like $5, y'all. This was before the... Where it is now?
1: That was early.
0: That was like the first... The first ever, birth- and it was on my birthday, so I was-
1: it was on your birthday. I think the only one before that was the one I like open open house on Houston Street.
0: Yeah, um, so that might
1: have been like the second one. Yeah, was, like, and I was like, oh, let's just do that. Yeah, nah. I it was mean, lit. It was lit. It was lit. <laughs> and that's and that's my thought. At that time, it was like, how do I insert these brands into moments that matter with people who you know are growing in their brand and are looking for support. Um, uh, from brands that are are becoming established. How can we both connect? How can we connect cultural DNAs, brand DNAs, and grow together? And, you know, my time at Pernod Ricard, it was great. It was awesome. I think what's most valuable there is the people and relationships I made that I'm going to be cool with even after the fact. I still support and believe in the brands. I think it came to a place where like I had to figure out what the next level was and my heart wasn't necessarily into the next level that was sort of set out, the natural progression on that ladder.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: so I I still get to be a part of the journey because I believe in the brands. But my time in that, I think, was up. And I had a lot of really good conversations leading up to it. Um, and even after doing the multicultural thing, I went on to do like luxury and, inter- and um, influencer marketing. And then... Brand management with Martel, all great. I took a lot from that to think about because I learned the language along the way. And it's something that I want to take and give back externally, yeah. culturally, sort of back to the youth, not, ne- not necessarily the spirit's language yeah. to the youth, not that, um, but just how corporate operates and... I always think back to that Obama line where he's like, everyone can't be Lil Wayne, everyone can't be LeBron. There's so many other opportunities for the future to be a part of than just being the man in front of the camera. And I just think about what my friends have done.
2: Yeah. It's been
1: inspirational what Cam is doing with Ducey, you know, what's happening with like Brunch Bounce and Mm -hmm. Irv and all these parties that started in the basement or started. In a bar in Washington Heights, right. or you know, think about kickback season with like ten people in the basement. Not there yet. Uh, I mean, it fun. was
0: ten. Now it's like
1: now it's, it's an event. Now it's uh, need a new space. Yes. But everything's fine. <laughs> um, but but yeah, no, like I, it's so interesting the disparity between corporate and lifestyle and culture. Yeah, and there's a real opportunity to close the gap, yeah. and I think everyone needs to lean in. But the one that needs to lean in first is the corporate side because yeah. urban culture is now pop culture. And there is no denying that. Like, we are what's making shit pop. And,
0: and what's co- driving revenue?
1: And what's driving revenue, you know? And I think you even take that, you could go a, little, a lot deeper. You say black women are driving the culture. Like, it's there's so many layers to it. Um, and I think there's a real opportunity to really take a step back, jump in, um, connect corporate to culture uh, and while educating the youth as well. So so if you read between the lines, it give you a little bit of where my head is going. Yes, um, yes.
0: Next steps, people. That's it right there. <laughs> if you can read between the lines. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, and I think that that is the direction of where everything is going. Yep. Um, and a lot of those corporate companies are leaning on people who understand the culture, which yep. is urban culture, which is us, yeah. but understand the culture, understand the communities and can bring that authentic authentic connection mm-hmm. right how do you connect to the consumer in an authentic way and most of the people who are working at these corporate cultures companies not necessarily i'm not saying everyone but there are certain people that may not know you know what I'm and, saying and I have I, that perspective and that's yeah. where there's there's that's where that level of opportunity comes mm-hmm. from
1: boom and that is the opportunity to educate and also entertain which i like to call edutain i didn't make that up but it, it's really, it's hand in hand. I think when you're able to create moments with people and bring people together, amazing things can happen. And I think there's insights in every moment, every situation. I mean, if you look, if you just think about, again, and I could think of just the most recent, like, big thing that's popping. Henny Palooza, which became Duce Palooza, started in the basement because people didn't want to go to the club. Yeah. They they would rather stay home. Chill, have a good night, have a good time. So many things are rooted in fun things that we love to do. That we don't really, we don't realize that these insights are actually opportunities to create new moments and grow. A mm. bunch of these people that we're around have figured that out, which is amazing because people are realizing their own power, especially when you get denied or people are like, no, we don't understand. Understanding isn't a prerequisite of saying yes. Right. You kind of got to help create platforms for these people that want to grow, that want to build, that want to support your brand. And I think that's where both culture and corporate can lean in and create something Yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. So over the past um, five years, what have you learned about yourself during that time?
1: Oh, man. (laughs) Um, I've learned that the learning never stops. Uh, In my years... At Pernod, I've dealt with a variety of stakeholders. Um, I've dealt with brand owners in Paris who, you know, I think you may hear this with other brands about um, maybe them not knowing American culture. But these brand owners that I've worked with have been super into understanding the culture and how they can be a part of it. Not take it over, but add value to it, which which has been awesome. Um, I've dealt with. Sales folks, um, which I think there's there's these acronyms that I learned. That's called WIFM and WIFDO. WIFM is what's in it for me. Wow. and um, which is you know, and what's me, in it for you? Me, like like the sales, the person that's selling like the, the brand, because there's local teams that got to move the brand into these you know um, uh, different retailers and different partners in the market. The other one that I learned is WIFDO is what's in it for the organization? Mm. The bigger picture. Like, I think everyone ladders to individual needs, organizational needs. The one that I was pitching along the way was, it doesn't make sense, but
0: with...
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what's, what's
0: in it for the culture?
1: Boom. Did we go over this already? Uh, no, yeah. I just... Now you're doing great. You're doing great. You're doing fantastic. Um, I'm, gonna ask I'm the, learning. I'm going to ask the questions now. Um But what's in it for the culture? Like... I've done my individual part. I'm doing what I need to do for the organization, but what's in it for the culture? Because it, you gotta have a partnership with the culture. The culture is the one, the gatekeeper. Am I letting you into this club or not? Like, I, you don't really look the part, so I'm not sure. And it's more, it's a protective piece. It's like, we've built this up, so am, are we just gonna let you in? And and that's why there has to be that point where the business objectives And lifestyle, culture, influencer aren't separate. They become intertwined. They have to be. Yeah. And and they both grow and progress and and level up, so on and so forth.
0: Absolutely. Well, I want to shift gears a little bit and talk to you about um, yourself, um, happiness, and love. Mm. Which I think is, you know, that the the personal side of things more than the professional side, but to delve into that a little bit. Yeah. So who are you when no one is around?
1: <laughs> Who am I when no one is around? Um, I'm a clown, yo. I, uh, <laughs> I laugh and it's therapeutic. Um, I joke around a bunch. I would say the people that that might know me best are uh, my fan from the Bronx um, because they've been along with me on so many different... BX all day. <laughs> um, they've been along with me on so many different journeys, whether I was throwing parties in Buffalo or I was doing Martel events or, um, you know, or Avion events at the time or when, when I I was doing, that's a A A A A A A soft day, but it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, or I was doing parties in the city. Like they were with me in those fun times and, and they know me through and through. Um, uh i i am optimistic sometimes irrationally optimistic which mm. um which i think when you when you when you take that optimism and you think about potential there's always a fork in the road
2: mm. like
1: everything when you see optimism you see opportunity so it's like well i could go this way and it could work but i could also go this way and it could work you're always seeing the opportunity. Which for me it makes me feel like there's no wrong decision, but there's always a better decision. Better is subjective. Yeah. Of course, based on whatever your strategy and goals are, you, you go left or right, red pill, blue pill. But um I'm I'm chill, yo. Like I you know, I from a business standpoint, um when I lock in, I lock in. Um I always like to interject fun into it. Um I I think whatever whatever i'm perceived as on social media is literally 10% of whatever i am mm. because i feel like if social media died today i'd be fine cuz i like relationships real relationships with people even though social media has become a part of that like relationships with people that you can laugh cry with highs lows with that's that's real to me so um Did I answer your question?
0: Yeah, you did. I mean, I've also, uh, when I was at one of your game nights, we were upstairs. um, Me, like Gia, Heather, we were upstairs. There was a guy, one of your friends, I don't know his name, Mm -hmm. so sorry, that was upstairs and literally was speaking so highly of you in such a, uh, in a manner that It was just like, he was like, Della's such a humble guy. He's such a humble spirit. Um, You know, there's not a lot of cats in the game that you're going to meet that is so humble and so down to earth and so giving like Della. And so I, I asked you that question prior to telling you this because, like, even in me experiencing you and meeting you and we met at a game night (laughs) at a game night it's just your birthday you know it's just that that energy that you give off is very humble very it is exactly what your friend pegged you to be so whether like you said you're on social media or off when someone meets you you are getting 100% like this is this person's spirit and energy that they're giving off and that. yeah thank so you. I mean I want to
1: let you know that I slipped her the 20 before I walked in <laughs> so she said that so everything's no fine. no no it's <laughs> so true
0: I mean I'm just saying the short time that I've gotten to know you it's, that's been consistent thank you and so I was asked you that question because I wanted to know how you you know look at yourself how you feel about yourself yeah and who you are because this is how you know other people see you on the outside and it's clearly aligned yeah you know very much a-
1: well thank you i th- there's two movies um that'll always stick out to me um when i think about progression and being your best self one is the matrix yeah um and actually one through three and i think if you ever saw the third one there's like this guy the architect and he's talking about this is like the seventh version of the matrix that we created and i just always think that you're always going through a different version of yourself um but there's there's something that stays the same
2: right right
1: like like you your highs your lows make you who you are um and because of that you're going to you're going to you're going to feel differently about yourself in different moments but consistently i'm a work in progress um far from perfect um not not that anyone's saying that i'm not saying it um, but there's always a next level to to level up, right? Um, uh, and to be your best self. The other movie is the Truman Show. I haven't seen that. Really good, Jim Carrey, super dope movie. Um, where he from birth, he was filmed and he didn't know he was mm. being filmed, and then he sort of has this revelation and finds out. It's a really good movie. I don't want to give it all away, but it's super dope. But that I think we all live on like a a, a reality TV board. We all we all create our own show and our own um narrative. And I just love how he figured out where he was supposed to be and was driven by love and not being not following what other people told him to be hmm. and following who he felt he should be and where he felt he should be and who he felt he should be with. Um which again I, I in that potential fear it's always All right, let me just do as much as I can with what I have when I can and until I can't Mm
2: -hmm. Uh,
1: and until it doesn't make sense. And I got to figure out a new path, which I think sort of came to play with my last role. Um, I think every role that I've been a part of, you know, professionally or in friendship or uh, in business or even with love, it's like, all right, what are we doing? Are we aligned and where we're at and where we're going? If not, let's figure out how we can get it right. If you can't get it right, I right, maybe this doesn't work. But communication is key. Mm. Communicating with yourself is key to really know what you want from whatever you're in, what yeah. you expect of yourself. Uh, and again, I'm still a work in progress. I have these conversations with myself, with people in my circle, people that I believe in as well. And I look for inspiration from people around me mm. to like help me, remind me, keep me on, Whoever I feel I need to be. And when I don't feel like it, I'm just not. Um, right. Like you have the permission to be who you wanna be when you need to be. And you don't have to explain that to your I don't have enemies. You don't have to explain it to your enemies, they won't believe you don't have to explain it to your friends because they won't care. Right. So, um Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Listen wow listen you you, you said you said this was fearless right
0: right i was like (laughs) wow as far as uh your happiness is concerned Mm. right so we talked about uh you being knowing that you're a work in progress that there are still many things along your journey that you're working on where are there pockets that you know that you've truly been happy and how do you preserve that Mm. energy in your space
1: I had a conversation with two really good friends about happiness and joy. Um, my homegirl, India, uh, and my homegirl, Scotty. And we talked about, not together, it's crazy. Like we had separate conversations talking about happiness and joy and moments of happiness and then joy
2: mm-hmm. and
1: what that means. Um, and I, I've actually been having that conversation with a lot of people in the same space. Mm-hmm. Like, um, what makes me really happy is bringing people together. Yeah. Um. Especially people who you didn't think would be together. Like, if I could have my peoples from the Bronx talking to, you know, you know, a, a co-worker, and I don't, like I say co-worker, but in reality, like, if you've made it in, and not made it in, that sounds like you gotta get jumped to get in. Like, if, if you're, like, Access. Yeah, no, no, no everything's fine. <laughs> Please do not forward, do not forward. Um, But, if, 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 if we, if we have that energy, there's no boundary. So, like, you'll come drink with my friends. We'll hang out, we'll watch a game. Like, there's just no barrier. I like, I I don't know. I it's I I'm really about bringing people together, especially my friends, because I've seen nothing but greatness happen. Mm. Whether and greatness doesn't have a a, a specific meaning. If they cracking jokes over there about why I was late last week. That's greatness. If they're cracking jokes or or talking about how they're going to work together on a project, which I've seen happen many a time, that's dope. Like, it's how can we be the best version of ourselves together and do dope shit and create and build and provide access to people that may not have it? Um, Or how do we just enjoy each other's company and just keep it moving? Right. That's okay too. Like, there's no. There's no real ceiling on what it needs to be or or pressure for that, but there, there's so much going on in the world right now that I really appreciate moments when people could let their hair down, chill yeah. out, relax, um, uh, you know,
0: and be in the moment.
1: And be in the moment, you know what I mean? Like, I think there's a couple things that you know might be off limits. Like, I can only take so many Nick jokes. Like, it's been it's been rough. It's cool. <laughs> um, you know, as far as you know, <clears throat> Jon Snow, like. We'll talk about Game of Thrones when we get April. to it. April, we're here, Woo! we're here. Uh, you know, as far as you know, movies go, Captain America. You know, he's been real. Um, yeah, don't don't make that face. Everything's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. He's gonna survive. We'll be alright. Okay. Um, <laughs> Black Panther will be back, um, but right. nah, but nah. I, like I really appreciate the bringing uh, of people together. That's that's important. That
0: really brings joy to your heart. It
1: does. It does. In all seriousness, like in 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 so many different realms. Like, yes.
0: And I do believe that uh, Will Smith said on a panel for Ad Week last year that the, the two things when it comes to success or it just comes to you defining what your purpose is in life is if the person place, a thing doesn't help you expand your skill set or brings you joy, then that is not that and that's it's not for you, you know? know. And it's the two simplest am like expand joy. Like these are two words that is literally, if it's not expanding your skill sets and it's not bringing you joy, then, you know, there's no level of metrics that's going to define that as success or, you know, make the impact on the culture in which you you want it to, yeah, and
1: everybody defines what growth looks like for them. Whether it, it's you know very slow or very fast, if you see progress from where you were yesterday, and I don't mean yesterday literally, I mean it could be a year ago, five years ago, you're growing Um in whatever realm that is, like professionally
0: you know, or personally. Professionally
1: or personally, that's that's key. That's massive. So so yeah, joy, bringing people together. That's that that's it for me.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, we're talking about joy. We're mm-hmm. talking about bringing the people together. Uh-huh. What are some personal aspirations that you have for your life? Are you looking to, you know, have a partner, <laughs> dating, family, living somewhere else? You know, what what are those personal goals, and how are you striving towards them?
1: If you've ever been interviewed before. If if an interviewer is asking you a question and he or she smiles, like just get your shit together, like get ready to answer a deep question, and that's fine. (laughs) Um, I saw her face; I was like, yeah, we're going there. It's all good. Um, We worked our way
0: into it. We did. You gave me some time. You didn't haze
1: me immediately. It's fine. I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, Yeah, yo, like I absolutely want to have a family. Like my my father teases me a little bit, like. Um, so what's going on? I'm like, dad, in order to have a kid, I gotta, you know, I gotta find a woman. I ideally, you know, you have a a girlfriend and I do that just to kill time before I say, well, no, everything's fine. Um, but yeah, I definitely want to find a situation. I'm not on the clock. Um, I don't want to be in a walking chair holding an infant. Um, but (laughs) there's not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just not for me. Um, (laughs) but but yeah uh love is love is always in the picture i guess the opportunity for it just got to be um what's the word have intent on it and mm. work towards it and actually put energy into that i think probably there's a little bit of me wanting to be the best version of myself before i find her or before i run into her and i might have she might be in my life already to be honest um but yes, I do want that.
0: How do you define love?
1: How do I define love? Um, uh, I'll give you words, maybe not definition. Love is selfless. uh, Love is thoughtful. um, Love isn't mean. uh, Love is fun. Like I think love absolutely has to be fun. Like I don't want to ever get married and stop having fun. I'd rather be single. Like, I, that's not that's A not bar. the purpose of it. I don't, I don't think that's... At least in my definition, that's not what it should be. Like, it should be, like, we've come together to create something bigger than each of us individually. Yeah. So, um, and not to put too much pressure on whatever that's going to look like, but that's, at least that's my vision of whatever it is. Whether we traveling or we in the crib, you know, and, and we chilling, so... Um, that's how I define love. Yeah. Um, you you asked about environments or locations. Listen, I've jumped around a bunch from the Bronx to Buffalo for undergrad. To, to Brooklyn, I've been in Brooklyn for like seven years. You've
0: been in New York, the state of New York.
1: I've been in the okay. I've been in the state of New York <laughs> for some time. Listen, I love <laughs> I love New York. New York is there's nothing like it. Um,
0: You're right. There's nothing yeah, like the it. Yeah, the views
1: are fantastic. Um, we work really hard for the summer. Three and a half seasons. Hard. Now. Like you got to
0: exercise. A, hard. Hard.
1: Aggressively. Hard for the summer. And them
0: summers be breathing bad yo, like a motherfucker. You be like, summer it just used to started. be three months.
1: It used to be three months, and our global warning got it three and a half, and it's weird. Um so yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at places um uh that that might make sense uh to, to continue to grow and elevate and and all that good stuff. So um yeah, you know, I, I, I like Atlanta's cool, DC's cool, um, LA's cool. Sound
0: well,
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. DC's yeah. popping. But DC yeah, New poppin'. York is fire. New York is fire. Yo.
0: It'll always be home.
1: It'll old. New York will always be home, no matter where I'm at. So, so.
0: that means that, you know, there may, <laughs> you know. Why not? You're at that point where you can explore.
1: Yes. And I would say at 35 years old, which I am right now, if there was ever a chance for me to jump, now would be it. In this, in this time would be it. Yeah. To at least, like, all right, jump around, see what's good, and maybe come back home.
0: Yeah, because yeah. this is that, like, area where you're like, I'm pretty grounded and rooted in who I am, but I'm just as ready to expound or expand, yeah. you know, my environment and see what else is out there and how 100%. I can really impact.
1: 100%. And, I you know, the funny part about getting older is that I joke around with my friends about being washed and like <laughs>
0: whatnot. I feel washed now.
1: Washed is a state of mind, like I, like I. I
0: <laughs> no, that shit is a physical. <laughs> okay. Thing
1: too, like I'm gonna tell you, I've had some impressive bursts of energy at my advanced age, and I feel really good about it. And I think when I get my mind out of being washed. I can do anything I want.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm t- I'm watching, I'm twenty nine, yo. I'm like Cut
1: it out. I was I remember when I was twenty seven, I was like, Damn, yo, like my knees, like I just playing basketball. Nah, yo. You you fine wine. I think better. Yeah,
0: I think about like <laughs> Thirty, you get a reboost of energy. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like the end of the twenties when you be like, "Damn, I can't party like I used <laughs> yeah. to. I can't."
1: Which is a lie. I mean, do the it,
0: things that I used to, yeah. but then it's like, all right, 100%. you come out of that state and like, all right, I still got all it. You got.
1: It. You're doing jumping jacks, oh so you're all good. Yeah. Exactly.
0: So, in order to kind of wrap things up, mm-hmm. I know that you are big on quotes.
2: Mm. If anybody
0: follows you on Instagram, you're big on quotes. If what quote would you say today, I'm not even gonna say for your life, but today represents your state of mind and where you're at?
1: Hmm. The quote that I would use is um it's actually something something that I, I said yesterday, um or put up yesterday. It said uh, the mo- the mouth should have three gatekeepers. Is it kind? Is it true? Is it necessary? Mm. And I think we've begun to forget how important and how powerful words are. Yeah. Um, and 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 how words affect people. Um, and I think I think from leaders we forget. They've forgotten. Some leaders have forgotten, or maybe they never knew or had to know how mm. important words are, or how or what they what they say, how it affects them, mm. how it affects other people. Yeah. So I, I try to be I try to be really thoughtful with my words, um, but I try to be honest and and still convey whatever I'm trying to convey. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I think there's always an opportunity for us to. My parents, my mom always used to say, you know, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Which is like, it's it's sort of like, you know, I guess in traditional households, don't speak unless you're spoken to. Like, kind of just play a role. Now we're encouraged to speak up. And we should. But with that time and with that soapbox and with that platform, you know, make people laugh, make people cry, make people think. Like, give them a a piece of you and, um, uh, you know... Be be real about it, like or or, or just make someone's day better. Yeah. Whenever you have the chance to make it make it better. I think I just gave you three quotes in one bomb, and everything is fine. That's four. So boom, mm.
0: Della, give I may not even have to give a quote.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
0: He gave me gave us four. I'm
1: just doing my part. That's I'm it.
0: just saying. <laughs> well, I'm so happy to have you on the podcast for you to be able to drop these gems. Because if y'all ain't getting no gems from this episode I I don't know what to say like Listen. this is this is 35 years in the making right here okay <laughs> like I, I don't know what else to say at this thank point you for having me. thank I you so much it. for being on the podcast I usually like to close off the episode with a quote that I feel ties to your fear I'm hoping that this is like the right quote I'm ready I mean I saw it and I was like yes but
1: your starting quote was actually like wild like it hit me but keep going no pressure but I'm
0: hoping it (laughs) is one there's no
1: pressure you're good
0: so the quote goes your talent is God's gift to you what you do with it is your gift to God And that ties Boom. to that full potential. And
1: There's a bow on this podcast right now. Boom.
0: That's a gift. That's it right there. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you. This is dope. Yeah. Super well, dope. guys, um, I wish you nothing but love, light, and many of blessings. It's your girl, Fearless Kia. And we out.